0: Good day and welcome to another special edition of the International News Desk. I'm Core Sean Roberts and of course I'm joined by the not so happy Kurt Buckerfield. How are you, Kurt? <laughs>
1: I'm good, thanks, Sean. How are
0: you? <laughs> a little bit of a throat infection, my boy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little tickle. <laughs>
0: but let's 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 move straight on to uh this week's crazy, crazy games. Um let's start with Man City against Real Madrid. Uh, we we briefly chatted about yeah, about this before the, the podcast in terms that no one ever saw seven goals in this game. Um, yeah, a, a little bit concerning for City's side, I would say, um to concede three at home, number one, obviously the three away goals. Kurt, how do you see the game? Yeah, I think at times it
1: looked like City could win by three or four themselves, you know. Yes, it looked yeah. um, after the, I think they were tunnel up in 11 minutes. Um, De Bruyne and uh, Jesus scoring and no, it looked like they were going to run away with it, um, Real Madrid didn't look up for it at all, they yeah. were defensively a shambles um, David Alaba, Militao neither of them pulling their weight, Mendy at left back was also pretty shocking yeah. um, and at that point it looked like, well, the tie's over um, yeah. it looked like City's through to the final Um, But then there was like a uh, 20-minute, 30-minute period where City missed one or two very, very good chances. Mm -hmm. Chances that they probably should have scored from. Um, And then the commentators start to talk about how those chances could potentially come back to bite them. Um, And and then, (laughs) yeah, and it it did. Benzema gets them back into the game with a really good finish. Amazing Um, goal, by the way. An amazing, amazing first-time finish with his weaker foot. Yeah. Yeah, so Tunnel up. it felt over, Um, and I totally understood how people would have thought that, you know, that's it, that the tie is over. But Real Madrid got back into it, as uh, has been the theme of their their season in Europe, really. They looked defeated against PSG in the round of 16 until Benzema's 17-minute hat-trick. They looked defeated against Chelsea um, in the quarterfinals until an individual the moment of you know brilliance by modric that that outside of the, yes, the, yes. the foot pass for yeah. Rodrigo sure. then Benzema scores the winner um so yeah they lost they lost the the, the game it was obviously four three but yeah. small moments have, have given them a chance I think of, of of getting to the final obviously city are you know still a really really strong team and it's not going to be easy. Um, for Real Madrid to to turn the tie around necessarily, mm. even though they'll be playing at the the Bernabeu, but um, yeah, this is this is what Real Madrid are right now. If you if you look at Real Madrid, really just for the last twenty years, they they rely on on big moments from individual players. City, it's a well well oiled machine, well coached side, um, a tested system. They play within patterns. The ball goes there, it goes there, and it goes there. Whereas Real Madrid, you know, there's more. Um, emphasis on what Benzema can bring to the team um, Mm. in any given moment. Modric, um, maybe Vinicius Junior, of course, his goal was phenomenal, the way he sold Fernandinho with that dummy. Um, So it's less predictable at Real Madrid. um, But, uh, yeah, a a cracking game. Like you said now, nobody would have seen seven goals um, being scored in that game.
0: No, just to touch on Benzema, um, the form he's in, that cheeky penalty, I mean the confidence he's showing, he's, he's got to be the best striker in the world at the moment.
1: Yeah I think he's the best player in the world at the moment and I think that, um, I mean I was just looking at his numbers before we did the show now, yeah. you know he scored that hat-trick against Real Madrid yeah. um, in the second tie of the, the round, uh, round of 16.
0: No, no, against, not Real Madrid.
1: I mean against, um, of course, against PSG, yeah. he then scores a hat-trick in his next Champions League game against Chelsea. Okay. He then scores the winner to, to send Real Madrid through to the semi-finals, mm. um, he then scores now two against City, I think it's nine goals in his last four knockout games, mm. um, and against some really, really strong sides, you know? Um, so yeah, for me, the best player in the world at the moment, yeah. and I do think the front-runner for the Ballon d'Or, definitely. Okay.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, what, what is the record in terms of during a Champions League tournament, the amount of goals scored?
1: Seventeen, Cristiano oh. Ronaldo,
0: yeah. That's that's hard to fathom. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, Liverpool at home to Villarreal. Um, as it seemed, always in control, right? Great performance defensively going forward. Um, what do you think of that one?
1: Yeah, like you said, total control. Um, you know, Villarreal are no by no means one of the the biggest sides in European football, but I think this Liverpool team is probably one of the the greatest teams I think of the last twenty years. I think you could probably put that uh, Real Madrid side that won the three consecutive Champions Leagues. Yeah. I think you can put Pep's Barcelona. I think the City side could get there if they, they managed to get their hands on the Champions League. <laughs> but watching this Liverpool side, um, <laughs> they're incredible. Incredible from start to finish. It's just relentless. They're inevitable. You know, they, they didn't score in the first half. It was 0-0. Yeah. Um, but at no point do you think that the tie could um, or momentum can shift to the hands of Villarreal it just looked like Liverpool were creating chance after chance Thiago who you know many people criticize for his debut season has hit form at the right time I think I saw a stat Uh, he completed 96 of his 99 passes Um, another man of the match performance from him and then at the back they look so assured so calm with Van Dijk and uh, Konate who who seems to be just playing Champions League games at the moment. When when Liverpool are playing in the league, they have Matip next to Van Dijk. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just have so many good options from the bench. Um, a really well coached squad. Um, probably I think Jurgen Klopp is one of the best managers. I think he will go down as one of the best managers of all time. Um, yeah, so it's fantastic to watch um, Mane getting on the score sheet again. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if they, I think that they'll probably advance to the final. It's not going to be easy in Spain, um, but this Liverpool side is so strong that they can go all the way.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. And this is coming from a Man City fan. I uh, I love watching Liverpool. Um, yeah. I'd prefer if it wasn't a Man City-Liverpool final, to be honest, because uh, the, the form at Liverpool are in is absolutely frightening. But. Uh, sure exciting times ahead guys let's move on to uh, your man neymar his his uh, report suggests that the brazilian star neymar could be on his way out of psg this is uh even after the psg secured their 10th league uh, title with four <laughs> games to spare um he was purchased i think from Barcelona, yeah, well here's the here's the stats barcelona for 3.7 billion rand in 2017 and there's talks of him for going, Was it, just under 80 million. Uh, What's happening there, Cody? Yeah, it just looks like, uh, from the outside at
1: least, that his relationship with the club and fans has completely broken down over the last Mm. year. I think that even, I think maybe last year in 2020 or 2021, 2020, he was still popular um, among the fan base. He was playing some really good football Mm. in some really big matches when PSG went to that final and lost to Bayern, Neymar was one of their better performers in that European campaign. Um, And his numbers for PSG since joining in 2017 have been ridiculous, but I don't think that he's necessarily well appreciated for everything that's gone on around him, you know, outside of the football field. He's also missed over 100 games through injury since joining PSG. Yeah. Um, And when you're paying, like you just said now, was uh, 222 million euros for player, you expect um, performances and consistency yeah. week in and week out. And unfortunately, they haven't really been able to get that from Neymar. Mm. Um, I think if you compare him with any other top player in the world, he's, he's just as good as anybody. Mm. Um, he's one of the best players in the world, um, but it hasn't necessarily resulted in PSG elevating their status to, you know, to, to become a real European giant. Um, yeah, so
0: has, yeah.
1: exactly I, I think it will be difficult to sell him I think um, I'm not sure there are many clubs in the world at the moment who would spend I think that PSG pay him 600 euros uh, 600,000 euros a week um, I think even more than that to be honest with you Sean um, and then to be signing him for 80 million on top of that he's, he's 30 years old now um, so yeah sky sports have said that psg would be willing to to let go of neymar but um yeah i i I don't necessarily see it happening just because i i don't know how much sense it makes to sign lionel messi on a free and then let go of neymar a year later i think that messi has probably had well he has had a very underwhelming season um he hasn't looked settled at psg at all And now I've seen reports that, you know, Angel Di Maria, uh, Leandro Paredes, Messi's Argentinian colleagues at PSG are basically on the transfer list. Mm. Um, So I don't see it making sense to then sell Neymar too, who is a very good friend of of Messi's. And I think that with Mbappe likely to leave for Real Madrid on a free, um, letting go of Neymar might not be the smartest move. So I think that he'll try and turn things around. I think after PSG won the league, um, fans staged a walkout while uh, while the players were celebrating, you know, just winning League One. Um, fans walked out of the ground; they didn't want to celebrate, and um, they were booing Neymar throughout run, that yeah. game. Well, they just can't handle the fact that they crashed out of the the Champions League yeah. uh, at the round of 16, especially when it looked like they were going through.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so there's huge disappointment after the investment that has been made in that squad. Um, you know, I think for a fan, it's very frustrating to not see them making strides forward. Um, they they seem to be going backwards every season, despite the the, the really high profile signings they make. Um, so okay, so it's just surely yeah.
0: this is the imminent stacking of. Uh, oh yeah, he's Pochettino. gone. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, reports it was last week they said that they will look to get rid of him as soon as they can.
0: Wow. Yeah. We will watch this one closely. Kurt The Dirt, let's move into your team. Um, speaking about lots of changes within within clubs, what's happening at United. Um, you, 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 we spoke to a very, very briefly before, but <laughs> there's a major overall going to happen? What, what's your opinion on this? What should happen, I guess?
1: Yeah, so I think one of the most important requests Ten Hag made before Signing the contract to become the next Manchester United manager was that you would have control over transfers And he, he made this clear yeah. that he would only accept the job if he had the final say mm-hmm. um, of which players go out and which players come in So um, It looks like Pogba, Cavani, Mata, Matic, the reserve goalkeeper, Lee Grant and then Jesse Lingard are all set to leave for free um, wow. All of them, six players out of the club in June As free agents, and then there's talk that the likes of Wan Bissaka, Alex Teles, Eric Bae, Phil Jones—they could all be sold. Um, Mm -hmm. So it looks like there could be between right to say. I mean, as a neutral, of course,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: of course, yeah. Ten or twelve players out in one transfer window, which means that they would need to be replaced. Um, Some relatively high-profile, decent. Young players are being linked with United at the moment, but as you said now, Sean, um, it needs to happen the, you know I think that most teams play within cycles um, this This United side has had sort of the same core for a very long time now. Yeah. Um, the fact that matter and matter are still in the club's books is a bit of a joke. Yeah. Um, and i think it's time that they they completely overhaul the squad yeah. um ten Hag, i read will have between 100 and 120 million to spend beautiful um but that's without the players going out so of yeah. course wages will be freed up etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. so i think fans can expect a lot of changes at united a lot of exciting changes mm-hmm. um it doesn't necessarily mean things are going to improve straight away mm-hmm. um but something has to be done and it's I think we said this On the show A couple of weeks ago But it's also in the club's Best interests To give All the control Over to the manager Because yes. The way You know They've run things Really poorly Over the last Say Nine years Since Ferguson left um, So give all the control Over to a manager And when he Messes up You can blame him But um Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, As a United fan, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Linked with some exciting players, Ruben Neves from Wolves, Calvin Phillips at Leeds United. That's not going to happen. I'm telling you now that 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 won't happen. No, I think that on paper that looks great, but it's not going to be effective in a Ten Hag system, I don't think. Kante. Um, Imagine. (laughs) Imagine Sean. Wesley we Schneider and let's go back to Wesley Schneider.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean you, you, the, the biggest problem has been a proper defensive midfielder hasn't it for United?
1: Yeah, so that's why Calvin Phillips has been identified as a potential signing. Good player. Um very good player. Yeah. Um very good on the ball, very good tackler. Um does a really good job at the base of the midfield and United... It have...
0: reminds me of you at 5 aside. Yeah.
1: side <laughs> ah, Thank you, Sean. You've never seen me play, but thank you.
0: <laughs> just consistent. Um, <laughs> be, be, before we close off, Kurti, um anything we need to keep our eyes and ears open for this coming week in terms of football around the um,
1: world? Well, just look out for the reaction to United and Chelsea. That no, 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 um, no. that game is, is happening on Thursday night. Um, a lot of players will be missing for United, so I don't think... Well, I do think it will be another very, very disappointing performance from United. Um, so let's just wait and see what sort of analysis comes from that. Because I, I can tell you now it's going to be a shit show. Oh
0: gosh, Kurt, I love your enthusiasm. Thank you, my friend, typical Man United supporter. I hope your throat gets better and you can just drink a cup of cement. And that is how we wrap up this episode of the International News Desk. Whether you've been listening to an SL podcast at Set It Today, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Mucky Game 96.7 Game Time, I've been your host Sean and of course. Kurt Buckingfield. thank you, Kurtie.
1: Thanks, Sean.